0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply New South Wales, authorisation number TP slash 01005. Man who is uh, he's having a good week. He's had a very good week. He's having a really good week. He's in... tried, he rides one of my favourite horses down in, uh, in Tassie too. Yeah, but... Johnny Chuspa. Yeah, well, hang on. He is one of your favourite horses. Then you, were on, you and I were on track at Flemington on... On Tuesday, and you dirt it up because the only time you haven't backed it in recent times was on Tuesday That's true. after it got the job done. I speak of uh, Bullet Muku who joins us right now. Mate, welcome, great week, nice work.
1: Uh, hello guys, thanks for having me.
0: Oh mate, you're in you're in some fine form. We'll start with Tuesday because anytime there's a, uh, a Melbourne Cup Day and there's meetings right around the country, there's there's always a lot of eyeballs and, and a lot of uh higher profile of exposure on certain meetings and Tell you what, to ride a double, mate, on uh, what was two really nice horses and two really great rides is a is a testament to yourself, and I'm I'm assuming fairly fair bit exciting.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a terrific day in you know, a terrific meeting. It was a Melbourne Cup day. You all get a little bit pumped up. Um, it was a it was a very good meeting. Yeah.
0: What do you um just just your 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 background of course Turkish born how, how did it all to get into it for you it got into racing and how did it end up you're down there on Melbourne Cup Day and, and dominating Tasmania we'll get to we'll get to Launceston in a moment but what's your background to to end up where you are right now
1: uh, it was a little bit roughy patchy road uh, when I was fourteen I signed up for being a punis bad in in Istanbul in Turkey um, they sort of selected. 10 boys from 60 boys in apprentice school. I was fortunate to, to come to Australia to be an apprentice uh, when I was 14. But that was just for the, the study for 12 months, then here. So then back home, I sort of decided to come back in Australia. Um, I always had a visa problem. Then I ended up going back to America, get more experience. And then came back home and then I decided to come back to Australia a bit more permanent. Just, just, just quickly.
0: I, I don't know a great deal about Turkish racing. Is, is, is racing in Turkey a, a big deal? Are there are they big racing? Is there a, a huge amount of meetings?
1: Um, it is. Um, I can compare the, the race racing in Istanbul, sort of uh, Melbourne City racing. Yep. It's a lot of competition. There, a lot of riders there. Uh, in my time, actually, there were more riders than the horses, and there was a lot of competition. I don't think I was getting much chances. But saying that, my always aim to come back to Australia.
0: Well, well, when there's more jockeys than horses, it, it is a very competitive market, no doubt. And I think you've made the right call because you're having a really nice time of it. Well, when you, when you look at the way you're riding right now, and of course experience, and you're working way through through the ranks of which you are, is this the best you've ever ridden? Do you think are you are you in career best form? Uh,
1: I can say that uh, last probably last two or three seasons. I really lifted the bar for myself yep. um, because i' i mean i'm, I'm thirty three now i'm i'm feeling the my best, feeling very strong physically and mentally. I really want to lift the bar and um, i'm quite happy the way i 'm going as well
2: paul well, who uh, who did you model your riding on when when you were a young man that first took up the caper as a, a young athlete you always have idols and, and people that you follow was there a jockey or, or a style in particular that you really tried to model your riding on?
1: Not typically. Um I I always find a way to, to improve myself. Um uh, there's always there's always people out there to look up. Um I do follow different kind of, of sports as well. But um like I always thought I could always find a way to actually improve myself when I look at the when I look at myself. But they're, they're always, seen you know, the great jockeys riding around me uh, all the time. I always picked up little things from them even when I was in a lot of mistakes.
2: Let's talk about Johnny Chuspo because it's a horse that I, I backed uh, about a month ago at Launceston at about 10 to 1. And uh, we were absolutely robbed when Welborough just mm-hmm. speared through late to, uh, to snatch victory from us. And since then, the horse has come out thanks to your excellent jockey work and absolutely brained them uh, in the last two runs, and um, it's been a little bit of rain down there, and the horse has just been eating up uh, the soft and, and heavy ground. But the, the, the horse is in career best form, isn't it, Johnny?
1: Yeah, he is at the moment. Uh, when I rode him first, time, um, when he came to Tasmania, I really liked him. Um, I couldn't ride him prop in that race. But I told Gary White I really wanted to stick with the horse. Um, then he went to uh, Devonport, and uh, he ran nice couple of races there, then come back to system, like you said, the moment I won the race and I ran second. but so, <laughs> yeah. I sort of got to learn a bit more about the horse as well. I just rode him a bit more confidently um, and my timing was quite uh, right when I rode him the last couple of stars as well and he is a very nice horse going forward.
2: Anita Flutter was the other horse that uh, that you saluted with on Tuesday and Quite an appropriate name because it was extremely well backed. It end up jumping at about four dollars eighty, but uh, you got a much better price if you if you took it early. That's uh, that's a ho- that's a horse that um, first career win. But uh, how how big a future do you think that filly has got?
1: Look, I, I do know the horse a little bit. I never ridden the horse, but I used to ride tracker next to her, and uh, my my uh, my friend Mehmet jumped a rat next to me one, one morning in Brighton and then she wanted to jump at about like ten, fifteen lengths. And I do I did know her a little bit before the race. And then I knew she could be a little slower from the gate. I really wanted to be positive with her to get to the front. But then she missed a get by a couple of lengths and then she really must have speed to get to the front. And then I was I knew I was quite comfortable there and then and then she sort of felt good up in front and then she, she wanted to fight that line.
2: Yeah, it was a lovely win, um, and the partners really did salute on that occasion. Hey, Bullen, do you have any uh, ambitions of of coming to the the mainland and, and riding, um, you know, somewhere Victoria or New South Wales or whatever that may be, or or you're more than content just uh, dominating and down in Tasmania?
1: Look, um, I did have, I did make some uh, decisions back in back in days that I could have finished my punishment back in Tasmania, go back to my own country, which I did that. But I, saw I never felt quite comfortable doing it because I really like the quiet life in Tasmania. So that's probably what keeps me here. So the lifestyle. So uh, going for looking for future, I don't think I'm gonna make any change.
2: Have you? You've obviously still got um, family back in Turkey. Uh, there's been a long period of time through COVID that we haven't been able to, to travel or do anything like that. Have you got any plans over Christmas to to get back? Uh, to your former homeland and, and catch up with, with family and relatives?
1: Yeah, look, I, I generally take a uh, break twice in a year to visit my family. That must be for the COVID. Uh, I actually look forward to the border open again so I can get to see my family. Like I probably would take a, a few months break to visit to my family because I used to visit them twice a year and then I haven't actually visited them for like a couple of years now. <laughs>
2: You, you did say you like the quiet life in Tasmania. I'm a guy that sort of likes uh, to get out and about. What's uh, in Istanbul, Istanbul like for a, a party capital? If I was to make my way over there at some stage in the future,
1: it is a very, very big city. Uh, the population is like can go up the 18, 19 million in a day, which is a very busy city. Wow. The so sort of uh, a sort of life I actually want to get away from. <laughs> and then I come to Tasmania. It was so quiet, and uh, I just didn't want to make any amusement after here.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, brother, thank you for joining us. Uh, next Wednesday, Launceston, is there You going to be an idea, one we should look out for?
1: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get on the horse uh, called Power Magnum in the Fourteen Hundred. I look forward to winning on him after uh, getting a couple of starts. So he's a very nice uh, uh, galloper, and I look forward to riding him.
0: We look forward to it winning and us having our money on it because uh, Launceston and Wednesday nights are a huge part of SEN Track and uh, what we do on a, a day-to-day basis, mate. We have appreciated this chat as always. Love you picking up the phone. You're in ripping form. We we love you doing the work you're doing right now, mate. Keep it up.
1: Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.
0: There he is, man in serious form. Yeah, he's going really Pullen well. Muku is right now on fire. Three this week. Double on Cup Day at Hobart. and rolls in Wednesday night. And to be fair, spoke fairly bullish about it next Wednesday night as well. He did. Oh, oh, oh. Should we try and get SCN track Insta? insta I was going to say Turkey. I oh, will go Turkey. SCN track, Turkey out,
2: Mate, I would love nothing more than going just a major track in Istanbul and just tearing it to shreds like we've done in Warrnambool and uh like I've done down in Devonport,
0: Hobart. You are going to locals like us?
2: Lonnie, uh, and we're going to look. we
0: are going to locals would get around this in track in a marquee, us losing our minds, or in a local watering hole? As long as they Just had there, an
2: interpreter yeah. to sort <laughs> of.
0: We'd have to take someone with us to, uh, you know, we, we yell something and then they do it in Turkish, yeah. Jeez, I might
2: be. I might be heading back to Tassie. Uh,
0: There's no might about over it over the summer. There's no might about it for, for some of the cups. Well, you don't tell me if of those cashew deals again, have you? Left us all back here in working the mainland while you're down having well, the time of your life. Work through. You can come. God's this year. country.
2: We tried to get you there last year or the, earlier this year, and I think you had uh, some
0: uh, some commitments. Clash with yeah, clash with something. But you're right. I'm going to work it out. Matt Reed joins us, Taz Racing form analyst. A lot going on. Hello, Matt. Afternoon fellas, how are you? Good mate, Uh, you've been very busy this week, Launceston Trials, I see Hobart of course on Tuesday, Wednesday night at Launceston, a couple of really promising young horses getting around, what do you like? One that's stuck in your mind is one we have to follow?
3: Well we've got four that I'll touch on and I'm not really um, picking anything out that punters don't already know about because all these horses are guns, I'll start at the Lonnie Trials on Monday. Uh, Launceston's used sparingly for trials so this session that we have every year is always popular a couple of our gun juveniles from last season stepped out there Turk Warrior, we know all about him he's unbeaten 6 from 6 and was panels better than anything he raced as a 2 year old last season well he ran a length quicker than anything else in Launceston on Monday at the trials trainer Glenn Stevenson can hardly contain his excitement we'll see him in an 1100 metre race in Launceston on the 17th I'm not sure he'll be a betting proposition, but the the question now is just sort of how good is Turk Warrior. He hasn't been smashing the clock, and he can only really beat what's been in front of him, but we'll get more of an idea about him this season, and, and we don't have long to wait. And I'm not sure where this horse is going to pop up, but I'm definitely buying stock in Swoop Dog. He SP'd $2 in our Tassie Derby back in February against a horse called Explosive Jack, who won that race en route to winning two Group one. So Pretty handy horse is Swoop Dog. Love the way he picked up in his trial. Look, he could be anything. So just excited to see where Swoop Dog pops up.
0: Oh, Swoop Dog, it's a great name as well. I look forward to it. (laughs) It just comes across as a a punter's delight. People will jump in and and have a little crack at it, even the $5 each way punters because of the nice name. All right, Tuesday, what uh, what come out of what was a, a very good meeting at Hobart on Melbourne Cup Day?
3: Yeah, a couple of follow-up from the meetings this week. Um, Algernon was an arrogant winner to start the day in in Hobart on Tuesday. I tried to get him beat, but that was a bit silly. Uh, Goodwood handicap next Sunday in Hobart shapes as his likely next assignment. We have a bit of a situation in Tassie at the moment where a few trainers are reluctant to bring their horses to Hobart due to concerns about the track, but... Algernon's won five of his six starts there. He absolutely loves it, and I'd say whatever beats him in the Goodwood will be winning the race. So that's Algernon next Sunday, the 14th, in Hobart. Um, we go to Launceston on Wednesday night. Grey gelding Sir Simon was a dominant winner for the second time in his many starts this campaign. Scotty Brunton actually took him to the Greys race on Oaks Day mm. in 2019. It's the sole time he's, he's been across, bust mm. straight this horse. He finished down the track as a $9 chance. But it sounds like another trip across Bass Strait beckons to him. Scotty's picked out the Kilmore Cup as a target, and he might even have a stablemate and shot of Irish in the same race as well. Both horses are on paces; it'd probably be suited by the way that the Kilmore track races. So, keep an eye out for those couple over in your neck of the woods, boys. Pretty soon. Just,
0: just on that—that's that, a perfectly placed race for that horse. Uh, too often, trainers will try and do something, you know. Oh, he bolts in like it; everyone's jumping on and. It's a good horse, so let's just... I really like that as a placement from the from uh, from Scotty.
3: Yeah, well, he he made it to the Hobart Cup with Sir Simon last year, and I think he realised that the horse probably doesn't stay. So looking for races around 1,400 to a mile, and, and he's an on-pacer who'd just be perfectly suited by Kilmore, I think, um, from at least what I've seen on the telly. I don't know, you boys might have had a, a few junkets out to Kilmore Cups, but uh, I think... It races downhill and generally suits the on-paces. So sure. I think you're spot on, Cam. It does look like a pretty good race. For
0: Matty, you. thank you, buddy. We've got to let you go, but we'll chat again sometime real soon. Maybe next Friday, give a bit more room to tell the punters who we should be looking for. Thanks, Let's Talk soon. Beautifully done. Matt Reed, Taz Racing Form Analyst.